What's up, guys? It's I, Guys Picks, back again uh, for a college football New Year's special. Um, I got Sky with me, and I got Drake, and we're back. Uh, sorry we did not record last week for um, NFL. We did tweet out some picks, but we didn't have a, do a podcast. Um, ran into some... No, we had some familial uh, obligations, I guess, if that's what you call it. But we're back. Um, I'm back with uh, Drake and Sky, and yeah, this will be our college football uh, card. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good. Um, you know, we we all had a, I would say, a, a great championship week um, from our from our last episode. So hopefully we can continue that momentum into uh, these, these New Year's games. Um, I'm looking at my card. I, I have some picks that I love. Um, should be some good games as well. So so excited for uh, New Year's and New Year's Day. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited. We've had a lot of bowl games get canceled and whatnot. And, you know, the whole season, it leads up to this, to the playoff, to the New Year's Six. So, you know, I'm just excited for some good football. Yeah, um, we're just to let everyone know we're recording on Thursday night, Thursday, December thirtieth. And did you guys didn't watch any of the bowl games today? Yeah, yeah, we did. Crazy. They were the. This was the best day of bowls yet. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if anything, like riding into tomorrow, like it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a good um, bowl season. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys have any bets or any uh, bets today that you guys had? I mean, I, I had yeah, pit money line. Me. That was that was <laughs> tough. <laughs> oh, you had pit money line. Yeah, that's rough. I took the yeah, over. Yeah, I had. Line. Yeah, I took the over with you. I followed you on that one. That, that been, was tough too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been close if uh, I if they went to overtime. You know, if they if. Pit wasn't dumb and they didn't throw a pick and then 24 24 going into overtime maybe push it to two um but uh made up for it with the wisconsin cover oh i got him early i got wisconsin early i got him at minus six um i think it closed at like eight so good thing i didn't take that there yeah, um, I got him at I got him at <clears throat> minus six as well. Uh, I think my favorite pick of the day was the over in the the Tennessee Purdue game. Uh, that yeah. I mean, just the amount of points put on the board was <laughs> absolutely crazy. Um, Should have been a touchdown at the end as well yeah. for for Tennessee. But uh, like you said, it was a great day of football. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I had the under in that game. <laughs> in the Tennessee Purdue game, picked the under, but you win some, you lose some. You know, had a good day yesterday, but okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So I guess we'll do we'll do our New Year six uh, picks, um, and then and then we'll do some, and then we'll do any of the bonuses at the end. Yep. Any bonus picks at the end. And uh, dogs. We'll do dogs, yeah. Yep. Um, I have a feeling that I have a feeling 
at least two of us are gonna have the same dog. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, should we just start with start with the uh, first game of the college football playoff? Uh, the Cotton Bowl. Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Cincinnati versus Alabama. Number four, Cincinnati, undefeated versus number one, one loss, Alabama. Spread is... Okay, I have... I don't know. Okay, so we are talking about this yesterday. The, the spread's all over the place. It's it's, thir- it's between 13 and a half and 14 and a half. Um, yeah, I, I, I have it at 14 right now. Okay, I have, I have it at 14 too. Okay, we can do, we can do 14. Yeah. Okay, ESPN is saying 13 and a half. And then, like, I, I checked somewhere yesterday, somewhere uh, had it at four, like, I think, like, NGM had it 14 and a half. Um, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, whatever. I built my card off of 14. Um, also, the total, 57 and a half. Um, that's, that's been pretty stable, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, who wants to start it off? I'll, I'll, I'll start it off. And I'm going to start it off with a bang here. I, I think Cincinnati will cover uh, the 14. Uh, look, I, I think, and we, we've talked about this ad nauseum uh, over the season, but uh, Cincinnati has a great defense. Uh, they have two of the best corners, I think, uh, in all of college football, in Kobe Bryant and uh, – or his name right Kobe Bryant and yep. Sauce yep. Gardner um yep. look and what, what what I think is extremely underrated and and you know what it takes to win in college football is a good quarterback that makes good decisions and can make plays and they have that in um they have that in Desmond Ritter and I think you know they, they also have with uh what's his name Jerome Ford their running back mm-hmm. uh, a, a playmaker who can really open up um, Alabama's defense and look I'm not going to say Desmond Ritter is a, is a true dual threat quarterback but he's somebody that can make plays with his legs and traditionally Alabama has struggled against those types of quarterbacks and so I think Cincinnati will be able to keep it close um, I think they're a more complete team um, than Alabama faced in Georgia uh, just given that their offense is, is a little bit better and led by um, a better a better quarterback and so I like Cincinnati plus 14 here. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to actually sprinkle a little uh, money line on this as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they shot the world and uh, and end up end up upsetting Bama tomorrow. Oh, that, that's, that is spicy. I like that. Um, Got to keep it in the AAC, man. We, we, we're no, truly I, yeah. American. All right. Cincinnati plus 14. Nice. Yeah, so for for me, this this game has been really tough to decide. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I've been going back and forth on spreads, totals, first half lines, team totals, and I, I just couldn't figure out what I wanted. So you know, I did a little bit of research and you know I'm gonna have to go with actually the opposite, Alabama minus 14. And the reason why Ooh. because there, there's two two reasons actually. One Every single year, there's at least one blowout in the playoff. We have never gotten a year where both semifinal games are good. The semifinal games have always been dog shit every year. And we're going to get into the next game uh, a little later, but I definitely don't think that game is going to be a blowout. So for one, 
uh, there's that. And two, Alabama is five and one in semifinal games and their margin of victory in those five wins is 20 points. And so they don't mess around in the semifinal games. Um, Nick Saban, he's going to have them focused. Uh, you know, I know this is kind of like a, a lazier take uh, about the group of five and the power five. And I know Cincinnati, you know, they have NFL talent, but I mean, they haven't faced a team like Alabama all year. Uh, and it is, it, there is going to be a little bit of a, a talent discrepancy, a size discrepancy, uh, and especially with the depth of, of both teams, in my opinion. And so, you know, I, I like Alabama to, you know, win by maybe 17 uh, here, uh, at least three scores. So I like Alabama minus 14. All right. Alabama minus 14. All right. <clears throat> so for my pick, um, I, have a, I had a hard time on this one as well. This one, actually both of the uh, semifinal games, I had a tough time trying to decide on what my pick is going to be. Um, and I'm not going to bet the spread. Or I'm, I probably will. Uh, but... Um, I my pick from this game is going to be the under, um, under fifty seven and a half. Um, Sky, I'm actually with you here. Um, I if I'm taking a side, I'm betting Cincinnati plus fourteen. Um, I think, uh, you know, losing Mechie um, is yeah. huge. Um, and Alabama is going to want to run the ball. Uh, I think. You know, uh, Alabama, so if you look at their stats this year, right, uh, they have two receivers over a 1,000 yards. Um, one of them's out. Their next guy, I'm not saying that, I mean, he could just be, you know, I mean, there's always the next guy up in Alabama, but the next, the third most yards on the team this year has 300 yards. So there's two over a 1,000 and then 300. So passing game, I mean, I don't want to say it's dead because, um, you know, you have the Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young, and, you know, anything can happen. But I like Cincinnati's secondary. Um, and as far as running back school, um, Brian Robinson, he's not a bad back, but he's not having a great year, I think, in my opinion. Um, you know, he has over a thousand yards. Uh, but if he if you look at where he ranks um, nationally on yards and um, what I think is an important stat is uh, yards per carry. Yeah. Um, he's like in the hundreds for like yards per carry. He has four point eight yards per carry, which is not bad. But I think for college, like that's not a bad like stat in the NFL. Um, but in college, uh, 4.8 yards per carry is not that great. Um, yeah, uh, I wait, let me see. I just looked it up. Uh, 148th um, among eligible running backs in the in the nation for for yards for average yards per carry. Um, yeah, so I like since he's D. Um, to hold Alabama here the big thing is if you know if this does go over um I, I see it being a being a big blowout um sorry no 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 I, if, if if Bama covers I see it being a huge blowout where Cincy doesn't score any points 
So that's how I still see it going under. Like it could be forty to zero, <laughs> forty to seven. That still goes under. Um, I don't see it that way. Um, I think it's gonna be a close game, but I think it's low scoring. So uh, my picks the under, under fifty-seven and a half. I, I I like that. My my only hesitation there is I I think. Yeah. Cincinnati's defense will let up one or two very big plays. And I think people are going to look at that and think that Cincinnati's out. But since these corners actually struggle in man coverage, uh, Houston kind of exposed them a bit uh, with Nathaniel Dell, who's uh, arguably one of the best receivers in the American. Uh, he's a fast speed guy, very similar to uh, Jamison Williams in the way that he, he plays. And so I wouldn't be surprised if early on in the game um, you see Alabama hit Jamison Williams for, you know, maybe one or two 50-plus yard plays. Um, but what I love about Cincy is they're extremely well coached and typically coming out of the half, um, and I'm just using that Houston game as an example as well, they, they really can turn it on, make the adjustments, and, um, you know, are able to... Uh, kind of refocus and and lock in again. So, kind of going off of that, you know, I don't know if uh, Alabama even at, at the first half first half line at minus seven is, is interesting there too. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, it's a tough it's it's tough to see either way because, like you said, I could see it. I could see it being like a, a 24-21 game. Yeah, um, I could also see it being like a thirty-five thirty game. I could see it being even a, a 35-42 game. So it's, uh, well, we'll see. But it'll be a good game nonetheless. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really I really like Luke Fickle as a coach. Um, yeah. I, I think this, I think Cincinnati's probably one of the best coach teams in the nation. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, he is going up against the greatest college football coach of all time, but you know, um, yeah, should be a good one. Um, one thing to note as well, um, Will, so Will Anderson, uh, Alabama's, what is it? Uh, I guess star, America, right? Yeah, I don't know what to call him. Like, I guess their premier defensive player, yep. I guess, is how I would word that, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, he had an unreal... His numbers this year were unreal. They're even better than Aiden Hutchinson's. Um, but his biggest games came against lesser opponents. Um, I don't know if you can consider Cincinnati a lesser opponent. Um, you know, they are coming from the AC um, and well, Anderson's played in the SEC all year. Um, I don't know how you read into that, but uh, yeah, I mean, last game against Georgia, and sure, uh, Cincinnati's not Georgia, but Will Anderson had three tackles and one sack. Um, compared to, he's averaging over one sack a game. I don't know. Should be a big, I'm excited to watch this game tomorrow. Yeah. No, I agree. And w w one last tidbit as well. 
Jerome Ford actually yeah, is can. a uh, he's a Bama transfer. And so, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. look, looking at him, him versus Brian Robinson, I'm sure Saban would much rather have Jerome Ford right now. Uh, you know, obviously it's easy to say just looking at it by the numbers, but that's just some added motivation for him as well. And so I, uh, um, you know, if you're looking at props, I, I like him at, uh, scoring a touchdown tomorrow as well. I, I actually kind of see it the other way where Alabama is going to be like, yo, this guy like left us. Here we are like let, let's dominate him let's show him like that we're we're the big dogs um i mean but yeah i, I definitely think he's going to be motivated as well but i do think that that's a very interesting storyline coming into this game yeah well we'll see hey we'll see yeah yeah that's this is this is probably in in my eyes one of the more exciting uh, college football playoffs that we've had in a in a long time because yep. this game so th- this is going to go into this this is kind of the segue into the next game but this game um, first time a non-par 5 team is in the playoffs and they're playing you know the the number one the, probably the most uh, one of the two most dominant teams in college football the past 10 years ish or ever since the playoffs started right Alabama and then yep. this next game the Orange Bowl we have Georgia and Michigan and this might be the I don't know this might be the best like like college football playoff game uh, that matchup I think matchup wise um, that we've had like ever. I, I don't, I, I'm trying to think. I, 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 I think ever. The, the, the one playoff that I can think of just off the top of my head that comes close to this one is uh, yeah. 2017 when we had, I think it was Alabama Clemson in the first semi, and then it was like Oklahoma Georgia in the second one. And, or like, yeah. I think those were the four teams. That was a really good one. But I, I, I yeah. Think- yeah, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I see your point. I, I'm, um, I'm not articulating this well. To the, it, it's the fact that Michigan's in the playoff and they're actually good, and they're playing Georgia, who's been the number one team all year up until the last week of the season, and just the, I guess the the hype around this 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 uh, college football playoff is, is to me. Is, yep. is is the most hype it's been in a in a long time. If I don't know the, if hype is hype is the best way I can word that. Th- there there's no clear cut favorite, and I think that kind of plays into it as well. Like I think out of Bama, Michigan, and Georgia, you can make an argument for any of those three to win. I think you can even obviously not as much, but you could. I could see Cincinnati maybe running the table, but I I think because of the fact that Bama has felt like they've had an off year this the entire year. They haven't been the same yeah. Bama as the past. And then right. completely destroyed Georgia in the uh, in the SEC championship game, which Georgia, who has been, you know, absolutely rolling all season, probably one, like we said earlier in the in the season, Weston, the best, one of the best defenses you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and to have them 
lose in the way that they did to Alabama. It, it just feels like it's so wide open. And then again, the fact that Ohio State, who a lot of us thought were going to be kind of a shoe-in to the championship game as well, just based on that offense, to see them get you know utterly destroyed by Michigan, who's kind of shifted to that power power football style. It's it's just there's a there's a lot of differences I think in this year, like you said, in years past, and so mm-hmm. it, it is pretty wide open. And I think you know there should be a lot of excitement, hopefully. Yeah. All right. All right, guy. So, um, yep. Let's. Uh, we're all in Hawaii, so we're gonna go by Hawaii time. Two um, thirty, Hawaii standard time. Uh, Georgia, number three, Georgia versus number two, Michigan. Both twelve and one. Orange Bowl, Georgia. I have seven and a half. Uh, Georgia minus seven, seven and, and a half. half. Yeah, I got seven and a half too. And uh, total set at forty-five and a half. So Sky, I'll, I'll like start. Here. I have I've got Michigan in this game. Um, I've got Michigan. <laughs> to me, again, this is like I I love the dog in these playoff games. I think uh, Michigan matches up extremely well with Georgia. Uh, it it it's you know kind of a battle of strengths where Michigan plays that power style of, of football. Very, very old school. Uh, I almost want to say it's classic Harbaugh. Um, when he had the good teams at Stanford, just being able to run, you know, under center, very pro-style offense, turn around, hand the ball off, uh, and play extremely well on defense. Um, I think if, if, this, if uh, Michigan gets up early, I don't think Georgia has the firepower to to keep up with them because of the fact that Michigan's pass rush is so uh, talented and so deadly. I think if Michigan gets up early, they they'll they'll be able to uh, put it away and uh, not even let Georgia in the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. I have Michigan as well. I think when the playoffs. Uh when they first came out with the, the rankings and the games, I texted you guys and I was like, dude, I think this is going to be one of the best playoff games potentially ever. And I still feel that way, which is why to me, this line doesn't really make a lot of sense. And it's almost a little bit of a rat line to me where they're kind of disrespecting mm-hmm. Michigan here. Like, dude, they're the number one team against the spread this year. I think they're 11 and two and you're making yep. them over a touchdown dog. Um, I don't love that at all. I mean, Georgia, like, yes, they dominated through the regular season, but they got extremely exposed against Alabama. Uh, man, I I really don't get this line at all. I, I love Michigan seven and a half here. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, this line confuses me as well. Uh, I expected like a three point, yep. three point difference, three to four, I, like four at the most. Yep. It's like three, three and a half, right? Yep. Um, which tells me that that it is a rat line, and Georgia is probably Georgia's probably gonna cover. But um, I'm gonna stay away from the, the spread here as well, and I'm gonna go with what's worked with worked for me all season long and I'm going to take the under. Um, yeah, yep. two, two, two unders in the in the college football playoff semifinals. Not the most fun, but hey, it's 
you know, it's fun to bet overs, but I think both of these games, you know, I, th- this is a game especially. Um, like you said, Sky, if Michigan gets up early, um, Georgia's going to have a hard time coming back, I think. And that pass rush, um, I don't know if they can get anything going passing. And Michigan is just going to run the clock. Um, uh, I, I, I actually think that goes for both ways because I don't think Michigan's uh, sorry, um, passing offense is that great as well. Um, they showed they can do it against Iowa, but I don't think Iowa's that good. Yep, Georgia's a lot better. Um, and Georgia, so if you just look at um, the totality of the season, right? Georgia's been Georgia was pro, was by far the most dominant team throughout the whole year until they slip up against at the time the number three team in the nation um, in Alabama. Um, I I don't want to say it, it's it's not a bad loss. I mean they got pretty much dominated, but I don't see it as that bad of a loss. And it's the same team. Um, you know I don't think they played their game. I don't think Georgia played their game. Um, and yeah, I, I think that 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 spread is a trap, which is why I'm staying away from it. I lean, I lean Michigan. Like if you know, if I had to put something on it, I I lean Michigan plus seven and a half, just because that's way too many points for a playoff game like this. But uh, yeah, I'm taking the under. Um, you know, it's worked for me all year. Uh, I'm gonna ride with it. Yeah, I, I really like that pick because this this game really reminds me of like an NFL game and 45 is a very mm-hmm. NFL total. And mm-hmm. I, I say that it reminds me of an NFL game because both teams are built like NFL teams. They have tough physical, you know, defenses. They're going to want to run the ball. Uh, there's probably not going to be a lot of big plays, not like your typical college football game. So I, I do like that. And then to touch upon your point about like the, the route line, um, if it was six and a half, I'd be a little more worried because I could see mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe Georgia wins by seven, but I really do think this yeah. is going to be a one possession game. So to get the extra yes. a half a point is, is huge in my opinion. Yeah, seven and a half is like way too many. It's, it's, I still don't know how this this line hasn't moved. Like, yeah. it opened at seven and I was like, oh, it's going to swing like to the to Georgia. People are going to bet on Michigan and it's going to swing like it's gonna close the gap, but it it really didn't, which is which is fishy to me. Um, yeah, and yeah, like you said, Drake, two uh, NFL caliber teams, um, and they're both built defensively. I mean, their strengths are on their defensive side of the ball. So yeah, under under here, love it. Cool. Um, okay. ESPN is dumb and they have the January 1st games all the way at the bottom. And then we have next the Fiesta Bowl. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Fiesta Bowl. Number nine, Oklahoma State. Versus number five, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is favored by two points and the total is 45. 
I, I'll, I'll kick this one off as well. I love the under. Um, I, I have the under at 45 and a half. I think for the exact same reasons we just talked about for Michigan, Georgia, it's, it's almost like the JV versions of, of both teams. I think both teams are built very defensively. Um, and it, it almost like you said, Drake as well, like very NFL caliber where it's run the ball, play good defense. Um, they don't really, neither team really looks to take the, take the top off and, and, and put up points. Um, I think this, this stays close. This will be a, a, a low scoring game. Um, and yeah, I love the under here. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I also have the under. I didn't really want to touch a spread because I don't know how either team is, is going to come out with this game. Oklahoma State coming off a very tough loss in the Big 12 Championship. And then obviously now Notre Dame has a new coach and Marcus Freeman. And that's why I love this under too is because he's their defensive coordinator. You know, these these are guys uh, on Notre Dame that love him. Uh, I don't know how to what extent they liked Brian Kelly versus um, Marcus Freeman now, but he's a defensive-minded coach. I think he's going to come in there He's going to have them, uh, you know, at least fired up on the, on the defensive side. And again, Oklahoma State, top tier defense, but really more so why I love the unders because Spencer Sanders, he fucking sucks. Like there, there's no other way to put it. He is terrible. He's garbage. He's going to throw a lot of picks in this game, in my opinion. So yeah, under 45 here, uh, love that pick. Cool. Um, I also lean under too. Um, I have that written down. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm going to continue the trend of being a little different. And uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame minus two here um i was on oklahoma or okay i i was on the oklahoma state train earlier in the year saying that yeah they're probably i thought they were gonna make the playoff they would have made the playoff if they beat baylor they're two inches away from making the playoff um but uh notre dame they're they are the first, I, in my eyes, they're the first um, playoff. I wouldn't call them snubs because um, I don't think they got snubbed. Um, they just were their first to miss, I think. Um, their only yeah. loss this year uh, was against Cincinnati. Um, and late in the year, they just dominated teams. Um, they looked like a playoff team. And... Um, you know, I think they, yeah, like you said, Drake, they have a new coach, defensive coordinator, and it seems like they, the boys really rally around them. Um, yeah, uh, I like Notre Dame here, just on a hunch. Nothing else. No, I, I, I mean, I, it, it's a tough one, right? Like, yeah, yeah it's, I, it, it's, yeah. Ba- it's basically a pick. Um, I, I could honestly see it going either way. I think Me if too. you're looking at it from, from the, from the college football perspective with momentum and storylines and things like that, I think it definitely leans in Notre Dame's favor. Right. Um, I, I do think the fact that uh, Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman, right? Yeah. Um, you know the fact that he's kind of homegrown, and I don't know if you saw the uh, the press conference video after when when Brian Kelly announced it. You could tell how pissed uh, those players were, and then the video of them announcing Marcus Freeman as the head coach and everybody just absolutely going crazy. I think says enough in itself. And so, if you're looking at storylines, I, I like Notre Dame, but it's it's just such a 
no, it, it, it is it is a tough game to pack. So so one thing that I kind of just remembered is that Notre Dame actually is fucking terrible in New Year's Six and BCS bowl games. I don't know if they're yes. winless or if they've only won like one, but they typically get like blown out. Uh, you know, I, I think obviously this is different. This you know, obviously they're coming with a new coach, a little bit different uh, you know, game atmosphere, but still that does worry me just a little bit. Um, no, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, years past, yeah, they've got them blown out. But, um, yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame on the hunch here. Um, riding their momentum. I know it's been like a month since they played, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Cool. And that's, <clears throat> that's at 8 a.m. on Saturday. Okay. Nice early uh, start. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. The next New Year's Six game, Rose Bowl. Uh, we have number 11, Utah. Pac-12 champs versus number six, Ohio State. Ohio State favored by four, total set at 64. Yep. You want to start off I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just keep the same order. I, I got Utah plus four. Um, to me... Utah is an extremely physical team. Uh, we saw what happened when Ohio State played and another extremely physical team in Michigan. You know, I'm not saying or Utah is as good defensively as Michigan, but I think offensively with, with the guys they have in the trenches, um, you know, they've exposed Oregon. They, um, you know, they really exposed them twice. Um, and I think Ohio State this year is built very similarly where it's a more of a finesse team it feels like and then to top it all off all of Ohio State studs are sitting out so it's like it, it, it I feel like it's Utah's game to lose um and so yeah give me give me Utah plus four cool yeah so for for me I really struggled looking at the spread uh you know I, I really wanted to Utah plus four like because of everything you know Skyler just said but you know, when I when I think about it and I look at Ohio State, yes, they have these opt-outs, but they're they're a team that really reloads, and especially at the receiver position. Like, yes, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are two of the best receivers in the nation, but to then put you know Smith and Jigba as your one, I think they're gonna yeah. have Julian Fleming as their two, like Luca as their three. Like that that's still crazy. They're they're uh, probably still gonna have a talent uh, a disparity uh, against Utah, so that's why I actually like the over of sixty four here. I think. Both teams are going to be able to score the ball, or, or yeah, score score a lot of points here. Uh, and and again, I, I really just don't know how this game is going to go because this is a, a huge game for Utah. Uh, kind of feels like a little bit of a disappointing season for Ohio State. So I don't know how they how they come out, but you know, CJ Stroud is still playing. This is his time to kind of showcase with his guys for next year. So I, I like both teams to score score a lot of points. Cool. Over sixty four. Um. Yeah, this was this was a hard game for me as well, um, but uh, I'm gonna go with Sky as well. Uh, I I'm taking Utah plus four. Um, Utah's they I don't know if it was just I, okay. Well, going to those Oregon games. Um, okay, after watching Oregon play against uh, uh, Oklahoma, um, yeah, Oregon sucks. Like, uh, 
Who's their Who's their quarterback? Oregon. Anthony Brown. Anthony, Anthony, Brown. Anthony, Anthony Brown. Brown. He's, he's he's the worst Oregon quarterback that I can remember in the last ten years. Like, yeah, yeah he's he's bad. Um, but or, Utah dominated them, um, as as they should have because Oregon sucks with Anthony Brown at quarterback. Um, and yeah, I I, I do think that Ohio State is gonna kind of miss their guys a little bit uh so yeah um they'll have uh uh, uh smith and jigba and um uh 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 the quarterback stroud um yeah stroud playing um but uh from what i saw in, in that in that michigan game uh, Ohio State, man. They, I don't know. They, like you said, finesse, but it's more like kind of soft, you know. Yeah. Kind of soft. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Utah State plays, right? That's. I mean, you're kind of alluding to that, right? Yep. Maybe a little. Okay. Well, Utah State is tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough physical football. Um. Yeah, and their de- Utah's defense been playing really well, um, and their offense too. Their offense too. Their offense is sneaky good. Um, yeah, I, I like Utah here to cover, um, possibly win. So yeah, Utah plus four is my pick. All right, love it. All right, and the last game, the last game. Um, on the first is the Sugar Bowl. Number seven, Baylor versus number eight, Ole Miss. All right. To me, this is such an easy pick um, because I've been riding this train really since the uh, that LSU game. Uh, but Ole Miss unders. Uh, I, I love the under here at 55 and a half. If you were going to tell me that this, like, that this game would be at 55 and a half. I would say who's scoring points like Ole Miss, I don't think can score on Baylor's defense and Baylor's offense is definitely not built to put up uh, that many points either. I could see this being a 20 to 17 game easily. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I, is, is Matt Corral playing? Yep. I think he is, yeah. right? Okay. So, I mean, that add, obviously adds a dynamic to it. And I think when people hear that and see that, they automatically think the over. For, for whatever reason, the public and odds makers alike just have this preconceived notion that Ole Miss's offense is just an elite offense that can run the table. And I think a lot of that had to do with the beginning of the year. But, you know, yep. as the year wore on, um, I think they kind of, not that they were exposed, but they kind of reverted back to the mean, which is they're a good offense. They're a solid offense. They'll win you games. But they're still built like a traditional SEC team where, you know, their defense is actually sneaky good. Uh, um, they control the clock. Uh, they manage their possessions well. And they don't look to run up the scores. They just look to, you know, get first downs, keep the ball moving, and then play solid, almost fundamental football. Um, they do have, a, obviously, a dynamic playmaker in Corral, but Baylor's defense, they're extremely well coached. Um, obviously, Aranda is a defensive genius. Um, and, you know, I think 
It'll be interesting to see kind of how Baylor plays. I, I think their quarterback is healthy again, right? Um, yeah. Bland. The guy that looks like Char- – Yeah, or what – Or Shapin? Not- the white guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah the guy that looks like Charlie Brewer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, either way, I think, you know, this game just screams under to me. So, uh, yeah, give me the under. 55 and a half. Cool. Yeah, so – I mean, obviously, I'm I'm gonna take Baylor, um, plus one and a half money line, however you want it. Uh, also, love that under pick too. I do want that as one of my official picks uh, because, yeah, like Skyler said, there's I don't think either team is gonna score that many points. But just a little fun fact that I was kind of talking to Skyler about earlier is besides the the playoff games, obviously, this is the only New Year's Six game in which. There are no significant opt-outs and both coaches are coaching. And so I, I think this is going to be a really good game, straight up. Uh, Lane Kiffin versus Dave Aranda, you know, one of the best offensive-minded coaches versus one of the best defensive-minded coaches. Uh, I'm not. I'm actually really not super, super confident uh, in Baylor because I do really think this is going to be a back-and-forth game. I think this is going to be probably the best game of that New Year's Day. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for this game. But, you know, of course... Um, I gotta take Baylor. I do think they'll they'll win this game, but yeah, I think it's gonna be really really close. Cool. Um, so I have both of those picks on my card. Actually, I have Baylor and the under. Um, but I'm gonna pick one. Uh, officially, and I'm thinking about it. Um, I like the under. I like the under more. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything you said, everything you guys said, um, basically, yeah, uh, Ole Miss, Ole Miss has, they have this, this, uh, uh, assumption about them that they score 50 points a game. Yep. Uh, I think, you know, the, what was it the first six games of the season? That was probably true. Um, but the last six is not I don't think let me let me see the first six yeah they averaged like a hundred they averaged sorry not a hundred they averaged over 50 points a game probably I think it was uh, Arkansas right the last game that they put up a lot of points yeah and then ever since then they haven't scored over 31 um even if, yeah, and 55 and a half, um, that's one of actually Omus's lower totals this year. But yeah, I can see it being 20, 27, 24 going under. So yeah, I like the under here. 55 and a half. All right. You guys want to pick a dog first? Or you guys want to... You guys want to do bonus picks? Let's, let, let's do bonus first, and then we can wrap it up on dogs. Okay. You want to start it off, Sky? Sure. Um, so I only, I only have uh, one game um, that I like. So I had um, in the Wake Forest-Rutgers game, obviously Rutgers filling in. Who, who did they fill in for again? Um uh, forget they, they, uh, uh, A&M. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So, Rutgers, a replacement team. I think they only won five games this year. Uh, the 
for me, Wake Forest's offense is extremely prolific. Uh, Sam Hartman is playing. I, I think this is an easy first half over at 31 and a half. I think Wake can honestly cover that by themselves. I also like Wake first half minus eight and a half. Uh, I think they'll be up by two scores early. Um, I mean, I could see this being 21-0 at the end of the first quarter. Um, uh, I don't like the, the full game uh, line. Just be, I think it's at 17, and I, I do feel like this could be a backdoor cover candidate, but uh, Wake's offense early. There's too much firepower. Rutgers is coming off of a pretty shitty season, and so uh, give me the first half total, um, or give me the first half over, sorry, and then give me uh, uh, the first half line, Wake minus eight and a half. Uh, what's the first half? Um, you said 31, first half over. So, yeah, so I have it at 31 and a half, and then I have uh, the line at eight and a half. Yeah. I like that. Um, uh, yeah, no, no. So going off of that, um, so I wrote down these picks, um, was it one or two days ago? And I actually had Wake Forest um, on my card. Um, and I... Two days ago, it was minus 14 and a half. And I'm looking at the line now, and it's, it's, it's 17 and a half, and I don't like it anymore. Um, <laughs> I would have I taken the 14 and a half. Um, but yeah, um, I, 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 like those, I like those first half lines, so. Yep. Um, that's your only one, Sky? Yeah, only game. Yeah, okay. Drake? Yeah, so one, I have two, but the first one, I, I love this pick. Um, it's two teams that uh, they were supposed to play in two different bowl games, but then both their teams that they were supposed to play got COVID, and then they mashed up together. Uh, I'm talking about Central Michigan versus Washington State. I love this oh. over of 57 and a half. Central Michigan has a really good offense. Jim McElwain, he's an offensive coach. Uh, Cleo Pimbleton, he's one of the best players in the MAC. Uh, just an electric, dynamic receiver who returns kicks. And then, of course, Washington State, Jaden Delora, uh, you know, that offense, they can put up points. So uh, I love over 57 and a half in that game. And then um, my second pick, I like Arkansas minus two and a half against Penn State. I don't like James Franklin. I don't like Penn State. Uh, I know they've played good teams close, but uh, I mean, I, I don't see them winning this game. And two and a half is a really low uh, line. Uh, since I like Arkansas straight up, so I, I like Arkansas minus two and a half against Penn State. Cool. That's also that's that was gonna be okay. Damn. Okay. Like I said, I wrote these things down uh, one or two days ago, and I have Arkansas minus one. Oh shit. Written down over <laughs> here, and it's okay. I don't know. I have to think about it now. If I like two and a half. As well, because that was gonna be one of my picks. Um, let me just uh, let me just go off of that game. That or do you have anything else, Drake? No, no, I just had those two. Okay. Um, let me just go off of that game. Um, I like the under in that game actually. Uh, the the um, Arkansas Penn State game. Um, under. Wait, I need a just. Cause I'm, I need to double check. Okay, under forty-eight and a half. Um, yeah, I, I think Penn State's defense is pretty good. Um, 
And I think that um, Arkansas's offense isn't great. And Penn State's defense, I mean, sorry, Penn State's defense is good. Penn State's offense is bad. And I just think Arkansas wins it in a relatively close one. Um, low scoring, 24-14 maybe. Um, yeah, I see it going under. Um, so yeah, really, really quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to, I, I love that pick because uh, Arkansas and Penn State have two of the best receivers in the country in Jahan Dotson and Traylon Burks, and neither of them are playing. They're not playing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I love, I love that under. Um, let's see. Uh, and then my next pick. I, I need to just, I'm stalling. Right? I need to pull up just to make sure these lines are accurate. Okay. All right. Um, I like Kentucky minus three versus Iowa. Um, Kentucky's been, so Kentucky's gotten overshadowed this year in the SEC. Um, you know, just because they are in the SEC. Um, they're actually probably, I, I don't know where they finished. I, they might have finished right behind um, Bama in that half of the SEC. Um, let me just check real quick. Um, they're on uh, they're on Georgia's side, I think. So they would have. Oh, yeah, I think they might have finished right. Yeah, back. yeah. Okay, yeah. So they, I mean, they came second. Yeah. Um, on their, I don't know what you call it. The, uh, half division. The division East. Yeah, second in their division in the SEC. Um, and they started really well. Um, they lost to Georgia, and then things kind of got messy for them. Uh, but I, they're really. I think they're a good team. Um, I like Will Levis, um, and I don't think L- um, Sorry, not LSU. I'm just looking at it right now. If they played LSU, but um, I don't think Iowa is that great. Uh, they're definitely an overrated team early on in the year. They're just up there top five because they hadn't lost and everyone else had. Um, and yeah, they kind of got exposed by Michigan. Um, Hey, they got embarrassed by Michigan, actually. Um, yeah, so I like Kentucky minus three. Like it. Iowa cannot throw the ball to save their life. Their <laughs> offense is just yeah. terrible. Right. Okay, so... Let me run it down real quick. Um. Oh, wait. Dogs, 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 dogs. Oh, yeah. Dogs. Um, all right. Who wants to start it off? Start it off. So my dog was shocking the world. Cincinnati, I think, I, I think they'll, they'll do it against Bama. Um, you know, if, if you don't want to ride the, the American pick, then I, I like Utah, uh, Utah Moneyline against Ohio State. All right. Um, so what am I writing down? You're making so, it's Cincinnati, right? It's it's Cincinnati, but okay. for the folks at home that don't want to ride that, then no, like no, 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 they're riding it, dude. <laughs> they're All right. Riding. All right. Let's see what, where are they at right now? Yeah, plus um, four ten on the money line. Cincinnati's plus ooh, four ten on the money line. Damn, the All right, that's that's a good that's good odds. Okay. 
Yeah, so so for me, we, we talked about this game, the line not making sense. I like Michigan straight up against Georgia. I mean, they're they're being so disrespected. Like it it, it bothers me. Um, to the I, I don't know, like seven and a half again, like we talked about. But I, I think they win straight up. I think Jim Harbaugh is a very underrated coach. Um, this feels like Michigan's moment. This feels like their year. Uh, and and Georgia, I just I just don't believe in them. I don't believe in their offense. I think Stetson Bennett is not very good. And so I, I think Michigan, they're going to be ready. They're going to come out swinging and they're going to win uh, outright. Yeah. Um, do we have any uh, like declaration that Stetson Bennett is in fact starting over JT Daniels? Like, I don't I, know. I just thought yeah. about that. I don't yeah. know for a fact, but if JT Daniels plays, that does change a lot, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I. I uh, I don't think it changes a lot, but it does change things. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't think it changes a lot because because Georgia's not built on their on their offense. They're built on their defense. But it does make a difference if you are down. If you go down, you know, or if you're losing after half and you need to throw the ball. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. And yeah. especially like if you got to do two minute drill or something, there there are throws that JT Daniels makes Stetson Bennett doesn't. So yeah. two things okay. yeah, that definitely changes things. Right. So I'm 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 reading JT Daniels came or had just uh, rejoined the team in Miami yeah, yeah, after yeah. testing positive for COVID. So even if he is <laughs> healthy and does play, uh, he's gonna be not playing. gassed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Oh, All right. Crazy. Um. Well, I well, I guess you did kind of. I so at the beginning I said I thought one of you guys would have this, and I guess you did too, Sky. Um. I like Utah. Um. I like Utah versus Ohio State. Um. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I said my piece on Utah. Uh. Yeah. All right. Let me just run it down real quick. Oh, should we do a uh, locks? Oh, oh yeah. Right. Forgot about right, that. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um What do I want? Okay. Okay. You got yours? Okay, started. I I got mine. So my okay. mine's the, the Baylor almost under fifty five and a half. Okay, uh yeah, mine uh I'm taking Michigan plus seven and a half. All right. Um, I've been I've been terrible on locks. I'm lost this year, so I'm gonna pick one that that I that shouldn't be my lock, but is gonna be my lock. And you're breaking you're breaking your rules, man. You just gotta go with your best pick. <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> my best picks. Dude, my locks have been. Have, dude, I've been good on the rest of the card except for my lock. Like, because you need to be confident. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta know that. No, I, I was confident. Like, all, <laughs> like uh, I loved all my locks, and then they lost, and the rest of my card hits, and it's like, okay, <laughs> um, okay. You know what? My the the one. I mean, the one that I like the most. I'll just say it. I'm not. Uh, I'll just say which one I like the most, but I'm not 
taking it as my lock. The one I like the most is the under in the in the um uh, I I like the under in the Georgia Michigan game. But I'm not taking that. My lock, which is the one I'm least confident in, is gonna be Notre Dame minus two. Oh. That's my lock. <laughs> I feel like you've been good with Georgia unders, man. Yeah, dude. When Georgia unders have been your lock, those are the only locks I hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's why I like it. So that's my unofficial lock, but my official lock is Notre Dame minus two. Well, when I do the lock parlay, I'm taking Georgia Michigan on there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's fine. Um, yeah, it's gonna be really weird for people that don't listen to this podcast. And now I'm gonna post these picks on um on Twitter, and then they're gonna be like, "Dude, this is your lock, really?" Like, no, no, no. Like, like, hey, true fans are now. Trust, trust, yeah, trust. Yeah, yeah, that's how we'll know who listens or not. Yeah, I get yeah. roasted for that pick and say, like, "Oh, wait, wait, hold on, this that wasn't the that wasn't the strat. That wasn't the strat." <laughs> okay. Um. All right. You guys got anything else? No. Good season. Um. I guess yeah, once once we once we wrap up, um, maybe we can post our rap, final records to to Twitter as well. Um, yeah, I think right now we're all hovering near 500, and so we'll see uh, this this uh, tomorrow and uh, the first will actually uh, be very important for our records. Um, but yeah, great season. Oh yeah, I didn't really take records into account. If I if I did, I would have probably picked some more uh, bonus games. But no, you know what? Uh, I I I pick what I like and. There you go. We'll keep it at that. We don't force anything. Um, too bad we don't have uh, a tray on to give us some insight on this Montana State versus North Dakota State game. <laughs> um, and it's a good thing we don't have Dan on to lose us all money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get. I had to get that shot in there. Yeah. We'll see Dane's if gonna roast me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dane's <laughs> gonna roast me for the oh, you like Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech money line two days ago, <laughs> and and they got blown out. And it's like, well, yeah, I went two and one that day, so that was my loss. Two and one. <laughs> so yeah, get out of here. Okay. That's All right. it. Good shit. All right. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll post this to Twitter. Um. Hopefully, okay. I'll talk to you guys after the podcast to see how we can get this out. Um. Before tomorrow morning. Um. But yeah, that'll do it for us. Um. That'll do it for me, Sky, and Drake. Um. It's been a good year. Um. And we're out. Cheers.